Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. In life, there's requirements for many things. Uh, you think about class, you think about uh, school. Certain classes have prerequisites that are required. If I said that word right, prerequisites, right? That are required before you can take the next uh, class, or you may want to enroll in that one, but you see, oh, I can't take it because of this. Uh, there are certain requirements on life for you to get a license. You have to be a certain age in order to get a license. You have to be a certain age to work. There are requirements all around us, and sometimes it's frustrating frustrating when you and I do not fit the requirements, though we want to do whatever it is we want to do, or we think, hey, I should be able to do this just because I think I should be able to. Uh, but whatever the requirements are for the job position, whatever the requirements are age-wise or, or class-wise, we must fulfill those. Now, as we think about following Jesus, and we're trying to just make a, a pack, we're trying to make a decision, we're trying to uh, just kind of hit reset and say, Jesus, I'm going to follow you, and I'm going to put you first in my life right now through the remainder of this year. Uh, are there any requirements, Jesus? Are there any prerequisites for me to follow you? Or do I just say, hey, I'm following you and that's it? Well, in our passage, uh, Matthew chapter 16, uh, we read this on our previous episode, but I just read a couple of verses here. Jesus gives us uh, what it will take to follow him. He says, then said Jesus unto his disciples, he's speaking to you and I just the same, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So here Jesus extends that wonderful, awesome invitation for us to follow him, but he does give two requirements here. One is a denial of self, and the second is a dying to self. Now, I don't know about you, but I do not like to be told no, much less to tell myself no, right? Some of you, you say people tell me no, and I'm going to dig my heels in, and I'm going to do it anyways. Just because you told me no, that's why I'm going to do it, right? Some of us are like that. We're stubborn, and I have to confess, I, I can be like that. Thankfully, Jesus uh, has tempered some of that in my life, but before I was saved, man, don't tell me no. Uh, it just it, what, what is that? It's rebellion. What is that? It's sin in our heart. What is it? I want to lead my life because I know best. I know better. God, you're not in control. All that stuff, that's what it is. But you see, this idea of being told no or taking it a step further, telling yourself no, this is at the foundation of following Jesus. William Borden was a young college student who unfortunately passed away at 25 years old, but he gave his life to Christ. And this was his life motto uh, when he spoke about a denial of self, what it means there when Jesus said you must deny yourself. It means this. It means saying no to self and yes to Jesus every time. Not sometime. Not when it's convenient, not when I want to, but saying no to self and yes to Jesus every single time. It means you're putting Jesus first in your life and everything else second. It means you're putting Jesus first and everyone else second. And this is right. This is biblical. 
This is what it takes to be a true follower of Jesus Christ. And so many times we want to put self first and Jesus second. And we want to say, look, I'm first. Jesus, where are you at? Get in the back seat. Let me just let me carry you around and you just bless everything I'm trying to do. No, no, no. Jesus calls us. You see, the 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 life of a follower of Jesus is radical. It's different. And some people don't want to pay the cost. But as we're going to talk about on next uh, the next episode, the benefits far outweigh what we give. So it's not that we're not getting anything back. Because I know we all like to know, what am I going to get in trade? You know, What am I going to get out of this? We're such a consumer-driven culture. What do I get? I mean, give me something. I mean, I want to have something, something free. I want to accumulate something, knowledge, information, something. But you see, we have to put Jesus first every single time. So I have to ask you the question. Right now, what place does Jesus have in your life? What place does Jesus have right now, today? So what place did you give Jesus when you woke up this morning? Did you give him first place? Or did you say, Jesus, look, I'm taking control. Everybody else has got second. I'm sorry, you're back there in the trunk somewhere. But just please go with me so you can bless me so I can call out to you in the hard times. No, that's that's not being a follower of Jesus. That's just hoping he'll be there and just trying to drag him along for what he can do for you. The question is, he's let me say this, he's already done for you by dying on the cross and giving you eternal life. The question is, what are you going to do for him? You see, the love of Christ constrains us. It motivates us. It moves us to do what we do because of what he's already done for us. So right now, at this moment, what place does Jesus have in your life? If he's in first place, you surrendered and you try your best. I know we're not perfect. and We're not talking about perfection uh, because we all fall short. There are days when I get up and go, wow, man, I didn't even think about putting Jesus first, but I'm thinking about it now. So if you are putting him in first and you did that this morning or you feel like you did or you are searching him and seeking him and feeling surrendered to him, then keep him there. Don't let anything else take his place. If he's in second place, third place, or wow, he's nowhere to be found, choose right now and for the rest of this year, this semester if you're in school, to put him first. We're going to walk through some practical ways in our upcoming episodes of how we can do that. So he talks about the requirements here are to deny self, but also... uh, to die to self, not only the denial, but to die to self. Um, He says there in verse 24, take up your cross and follow me. Luke 9, 23 is a correlating passage, and it adds this little word, daily. So take up your cross daily. Take up means to pick up and place on yourself to carry the cross with us. What, What does that mean? So first of all, what is the cross a representation of? When you think about a cross, uh, first thing that comes to my mind is a big, tall thing on top of a church uh, or a necklace. I see them on necklaces all the time. The cross is a representation of suffering and death. That's typically what we think of because it is. Jesus Christ suffered tremendously on that cross, and that cross caused his death. But I think I can go beyond that, and I see sin on that cross, not the sin of Jesus, but my sin. I see that there were other people crucified with Jesus because of the crimes that they had committed. I see in that cross the idea of sacrifice, of selfless giving 
I see love, unconditional love on that cross. I see a commitment on that cross, a commitment to do God's will, even as Jesus there in the Garden of Gethsemane uh, cried out to God and had great drops of sweat as blood because he's in such anguish. And he says, Father, let this cup pass from me. What is he asking? He's praying to God that God would allow it to happen some other way. And Jesus there in the garden had a prayer request his father did not answer. But what did Jesus say? Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus said, regardless of the outcome, regardless of where you're going to leave me, regardless of what's going to happen, I'm putting you first in my life. That's what the cross represents. It represents sin and forgiveness. Yes, it represents suffering and death, but it also represents sacrifice and commitment to God. It also represents not putting God second and self first. It also represents putting God first and self second. That's what Jesus did. So what does it mean to take up your cross, to pick it up and place it on yourself? Does that mean I need to drag a cross around with me and take it into work and lay it down beside me and find a chair to sit it in? Does it mean that I need to take it and put it in my car and put a seatbelt around it and drive around? You've seen people do that with, with crazy things in cars. Is that what he's saying to do? No, what Jesus is asking us to do is to carry around a sacrificial life. What does that mean? putting Jesus first, others second, and self third. That's what a sacrificial life does. Jesus is asking us to walk around and live a life filled with his love. Unconditional love to those that are around us so that they can see him through our lives. What Jesus is asking us to do is to be committed fully to God's will. To say just as he said, Nevertheless, not my will, though I would like to do it this way, though I think it should be done this way, not my will, but thine will be done. He's asking us to carry around a life of forgiveness, forgiving those that have harmed us, praying for those that, that hate us and despitefully use us. You see, self will always want to be first. Every morning, every afternoon, and every night, self will want to be first. You and I have to die to self. How often? Luke adds in there, daily. You and I will have to die to self daily. So what are the requirements? What does it require of us to follow Jesus? He gives us two prerequisites here. Deny yourself and die to self. Put simply, put Jesus first, others second, and yourself third. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.